We thank Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores for bringing you this past episode of Garage Logicianship. Our friends at Aquaside normally bring you the record high temperatures and the record low temperatures for this day. I do those to amuse myself, but I'm not here, so you're not going to get the weather records, but you still can get Aquaside. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Happy Friday, GLers. Reavers here in the Garage Logic Podcast Studios. Yes, it will be a best of, and it's been a little heavy these last few weeks in Garage Logic, and rightfully so. There's a, a lot to discuss as the world continues to burn around us. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. But here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to feature some really great segments of past episodes of both Garage Logic and Sports Talk, since it is Friday, and usually Patrick would join us here in Garage Logic. So we're going to play one of my all time favorite segments. For those of you that have heard this before, you're still going to love it. And those of you that might be new to Garage Logic, here's a little taste of what life used to be like when we were on the radio. Uh, the, a fella called in to the Home and Garden Show, uh, which used to precede Saturday morning sports talk. And he hung through the first segment because he still had his home improvement question. And Joe and Pat decided to entertain the young man and take a listen. Hello. Yes. Go ahead. Okay, here's my question. Uh, since it became really cold out, bitterly cold, we've been noticing a lot of snaps or cracks in the house, particularly uh, in the wee hours of the morning. And I have a feeling it's from expansion and contraction, but my question is, what causes it, and is, it, is this a serious problem where I should have any concern? Well, not only is it a serious problem, what's happening there is the double flanges on the joists are uh, expanding counterclockwise in uh -huh. the ice. Uh-huh. Uh, there have been occasions when people should leave their home uh, depending on the... Uh, you have to time the frequency of the cracks. Uh, it's almost like a pregnancy thing. Uh, you have to time the frequency of the cracks. If they're within, let's say, 30 seconds of each other, I think you're looking at a night in the Motel 6. You're kidding. No, that's a uh, flange joist contractual uh, expansion problem. Well, we just noticed that one night, mainly... Well, that's all it takes. That's the way it starts. One night... Hell, the next night you hear them more often. Again, if you hear them within 30 seconds of each other, I'd put the family in the car and get the hell out of there. You're really kidding. It's it's a, it's only a 25-year-old home. Well, they, didn't, it, they it, don't it, build them like they used to. Uh, but it hasn't done it for many, many years, and we just had our kitchen renovated, which we, we moved some of the old cabinets, or all of the old cabinets, and they put in new. Sheetrock? Any sheetrock used? Pardon me? Did they use any sheetrock in the new kitchen? Yeah, we had some soffits there you removed. Go. Soffits removed. It's, this is classic. This You're is kidding. a typically classic pattern. Well, what caused it to do that? A double flange uh, backup on the joist, that counterclockwise expansion. But why hasn't it done it for 25 years? Well, you've you, uh, had this early, uh, tremendous amounts of snowfall. They built up your ice dams, and now you've got all of that ice on your roof and this sudden cold weather, and it's, uh, it's a very unique uh, situation. Does it happen often? Or you say it's unique? I think it doesn't happen often precisely because you don't often get that early season snow. I see. Have you heard of much of this happening recently? I've known families have had to leave for the winter. Well, what's going to, what could be the worst scenario? Could the house collapse? Absolutely. Just dump down right on you. I'd get out of there. you got to be kidding. No, I'm not, sir. Thank you for calling. Okay. And Goodbye. Good luck. Oh, I hope somebody, I hope his friend is listening. Somebody straighten hey, that guy Hey, buddy, out. straighten that guy out. Uh, we have no idea. I don't Look, know. I if anybody's on hold for 30 minutes listening to us talk about whatever we were talking about and still thinks it was home and garden talk, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Well...
I've heard that segment no less than 300 times, and it still makes me laugh each and every time. That's the double j- joints on the flange. No, what, do we, what did Rookie label that all those years ago? Double flange joint joist rotation here uh, in the best of garage logic. Let me remind you quick that our new friends at Chill Boys and ChillBoys.com, they are so happy to be partnering with us. Here in Garage Logic, so many of you GLers have reached out and made your purchase and made the switch to the most comfortable boxers and underwear you will ever own. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The folks at the Chill Boys are so happy with that, and so am I. And by the way, go online right now, chillboys.com. They have fast and free shipping on all orders that are over $40 in the United States. Today I'm wearing the performance boxers. I'm also a huge fan of the bamboo boxers and the boxer briefs. They are comfortable. They are a local Minnesota company. Like I said, the boxers, they also have t-shirts, sunglasses, all sorts of stuff. Check out their website. Also hit them up on Twitter, at Chill Boys Brand on Twitter. When you make your purchase, please let them know that you heard about it right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Okay. And you're the professional newsman, John. Couple I'm going zoo- with John's uh, take on this. A couple zoo stories. This one you can find on the Garage Logic page at the website. Mr. Reavers got this one for me. Heather Bouncer videotaped her 13 year old, uh, 13 month old, excuse me. 13-month-old Jack at the zoo sitting in front of the glass that encased some lions. Jack was wearing an outfit that was black and white striped. One of the lioness must have thought Jack was a zebra. <laughs> tried, well, tried to get the kid? Tried to get Jack through the glass. And it's pretty funny. Mom talked with Good Morning America this morning. She said uh, by the whole thing, Jack was amused. Yeah, he loves kitties. So he stood up afterwards and was waving and saying, hi, kitty, kitty. You're going to have to explain what, what so you're talking about. So basically there was really? a video. They're, they're at the zoo. The little kid, he's what, probably like six, 13 months. Yeah, I was going to say about a year old or whatever. Little and carpet crawler. He's he's in a, a black and white striped outfit, so he looks like a baby zebra. And this, this younger lion uh, tries to grab him. He's like opening his mouth trying to eat the kid. Like they're celebrated the by a wall of but glass. Yeah, by about a foot you know, piece Very of glass. Yeah. It was just hilarious. Well, that's a cute story. Yeah, it's posted at 1500ESPN.com under Garage Logic. Here's one for Kenny. A zoo story of a different kind. A zookeeper leapt into action in China <laughs> to save. Watching the video right now. See, isn't it cute, Kenny? Yeah, See? kids are cute. You have to admit. Look at it. It's opening its head. <laughs> trying is... to get the thing in its oh, mouth. What an awesome kid! Oh, the only thing I thought watching it was, what if that window breaks? <laughs> yeah, you were worried no that would be but an see, issue. You, here's how my mind works. Oh, this ought to be if good. I was a zoo employee, you were probably wondering if you could set up your wax hands. No, you want that too. But if I was a zoo employee. I, and that happened, I would have the fake lion suit <laughs> and run, run around the corner right hey, <laughs> the kid just to see what the mom would do. Like, ah! like from Wizard of Oz, that yes, kind of lion suit? The ding ding lion oh, wow. suit just go, oh, You thought you could get away. I love thinking about stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, apparently you do. Okay, <laughs> you have issues. I'm sick, I know. There's, it's on the news right yeah, now. Right on the news. It's on Channel 5 right now. Oh, there you now. go. See? Uh, yeah. See, and if you had a lion suit like that, and you said, <laughs> the mom would pass out. Now, a zoo story of a different kind. Okay. A zookeeper in China <laughs> jumped into action to save a constipated baby monkey by licking the monkey's rear end with his tongue. Oh. I'm out. Okay. Turn off Kenny's You're right. <laughs> Turn off Reavers. Turn off everything. I can't believe you're doing this story. I threatened. Oh, my God. I Again, actually... if I worked at that zoo, I would dress up <laughs> like a monkey. <laughs> oh, I can't go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. I have to put my monkey suit on oh, now. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, don't try that one at home. No, John, this is this. this is very awkward. What is I, this story? Now? I missed what, this happened one. Now? what happened now? The, the monkey was constipated. Sure, it's a little baby monkey. It's a Francois. Oh, it's leaf an monkey. infant. That's nothing. Ate a peanut thrown into its cage, but oh, it was too oh, small oh, to man. have it pass through its digestive oh, system. Oh, what do you do? Yeah, fifty-year-old. Who was the person that discovered this? Is how? Well, it we're works. trying to get to the spot. <laughs> of this. Hey, I got an idea. She's hey, kind of hairbrained. Anybody ever tried that? Just do this. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's gonna work, but uh, <laughs> hey, get that intern in here. <laughs> 
50-year-old Zhang Bangsheng, oh. a keeper at Wuhan Zoo, said the monkey's life was in danger. Oh, so yeah. uh-huh. he washed the bottom with warm water. Oh, okay. Cleaned it up. Yeah. And then licked it for... Oh, okay. And... No, it's okay. Yeah. Hey, don't worry about me. I used to do this in the army. Go Hang get on. that. Go get Bangsheng. We got another one that just <laughs> ate a walnut. <laughs> Washed the bottom with warm water and then licked it for an hour before. What would that do? Well, well he got I, it out well. in five minutes, but he was just having so much fun. An hour. <laughs> he couldn't stop. <laughs> uh, it, it, t- it took an hour, and then the monkey was able to go to the bathroom. That's for fantastic. Pete's sake, just put some, you know, soup Ooh. on it or something. Yeah. I mean, what the soup. hell? <laughs> well, anything but this. Zang, I did say afterwards, yeah. I laughed with satisfaction yeah. to know that I'd help the little guy out. Thank you very much. If you own a lake home or you got the old swimming hole or pond on your property, get a hold of my friends at Aquaside. Aquaside has been helping people maintain nice lake shores for 60 years. They have a complete line of lake and pond control products that take care of everything from weeds to unidentified vegetation to algae. Aquaside products are easy to use. They work right away. They're registered with both the EPA and DNR, and their products are completely safe for you, your family, and that whopper crappie you're going to catch at the end of the dock. Don't let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. You don't need to. Call Aquaside. They'll identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. You can call Aquaside, White Bear Lake Company, by the way, at one 800 328-9350 or go to aquaside.com you have no reason to have weeds on your beach this summer and it's going to be a long sweltering great summer of swimming call aquaside aquaside.com occasionally and it's funny that it always works out to be the 4 p.m hour or the cocktail hour in washington dc we are joined by our president mr clinton here he is aboard air force one president clinton Yes, hello, Joe. Hi, Bill. May I call you Bill? Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm actually having a good time this afternoon. You yeah. kind of call me, and uh, it, it's five away here. It's kind of like happy hours. <laughs> Excuse me for Well, I, I, we called because uh, my associate and I uh, had both seen uh, the... Look at that, all that bear. My associate and I had seen uh, Air Force One, and understand, sir, that you... Uh, you uh, show the movie frequently to your guests at the White House. May in fact have shown it aboard Air Force One. Uh, yes, and do we did. We do indeed uh, show it. Uh, I'm a little, <laughs> a little happier. Well, yeah, it's a happy. Uh, you know, the president is allowed to uh, go ahead and have a couple of uh, beers every once in a while, and uh, I've just decided that I would go ahead today. I know it's Monday. But I'm taking a day off. Yeah, I've decided that I'll take a day off. Well, and I, uh, so, I, yeah, uh, I do. So I'm, I'm a little off right now. But yeah, I will. Uh, I have shown this probably about I don't know 374, 375 times. Yeah, uh, tell that person who just wandered in your office to get the hell out of there till, till we're done talking to you. Uh, yes, uh, yes, Mr. McCurry. You'll have to leave until I'm done here, okay? He, 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 said, he said he'll take off. <laughs> well, it tends it tends to throw you off your game, it you know. It throw me off my game yeah. a little bit. And, uh, and it sometimes... Mike? What the hell is that? No, I don't know. I... All right. Take care of that, will you? You know, it's kind of crazy. It's almost well, dinner time, and I'm, uh, I yeah. get very hungry. Sometimes. Well, I just, I just, again, I don't want to keep you, but this movie does portray the president... Uh, in a way of uh, such heroic proportions, and I'm just wondering if you identify with it personally. I don't really. Uh, sometimes I, I wouldn't say uh, I wouldn't say I think of myself as, as Harrison Ford. Right. But I I would definitely think that there's that we are, are kind of along the same lines. There's some characteristics in this uh, in this Harrison Ford uh, movie. Uh, the same as that, that are the same as, as I as I actually am every day. Right. I would say yes. So, w- to, to an extent, I mean, I, uh, I I wouldn't have done some of the things that Harrison Ford did in this movie. Yeah. Would you have gotten into the pod? Well, <laughs> that actually would take some thinking. Let me think here for a little bit. I am thirsty. Hang on a second. Take a little sip. Yeah. We, uh, we, uh, I've enjoyed the movie. Where was I? I was asking oh, you. That's right. Yes. On the in the movie, there is apparently a pod that the president can get in to effect an escape. I'm not too sure. Um, 
that I would have uh, uh, stayed outside of the pod, Joe. I don't really want to reveal any 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 secrets here, but it's uh, it's something that I I, I feel the. To have your uh, president available, right. you know, in the escape pod, which I would have been safe. Yeah, I probably would have needed a companion. Yeah, uh, someone to help me fly the uh, the vehicle. Yeah, uh, to to establish some sort of contact. Sure, with this person or with the uh, people back on the ground. Right. So therefore, you you've answered my question, sir. You would have gotten in the pod. And, I, think, and, I think that's what the American people would, would have wanted. Well, of course, because they were it, it, they wished to uh, protect the presidency, obviously, and uh, and you don't really personally have any flying experience that we're aware of. No, I actually don't. I've uh, I, I remember at a county fair in, in Arkansas, I did go up in a, a hot air balloon, mm-hmm. and uh, but that wasn't. Uh, that, and you've not, never, you've I, not. I, I navigated that for maybe five or six minutes. And you you're a hunter. You've hunted. But you're not familiar with. I'm a hunter. <laughs> I think you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, I do. Hey, hey, close that door. Boy, you're uh, you're really having a busy uh, afternoon. It's crazy here, Joe. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost dinner time, and oh, whoa! I just dropped my. Very glass. sorry, there, hey, but... Mike. Could you grab me another one of those, please? Yeah. The big mugs. The big one. <laughs> Thank you. Now, uh, what do you do? You have in the White House? Is, is Air Force One that neat, sir? By the way, Air Force One is unbelievable. Now, I remember when you had Hillary on, yeah, uh, several months ago. I think it may have even been last year. Right. I remember when you had her on, and you were talking about garages and me having a Heineken out in the back, right, you know, by the garage. And we don't, we do not have a garage. No, but you've got this thing. We have this thing, and this thing is fantastic. Sometimes you just go over there and sit in it, don't you? Yeah, and that, well, that's that's what I want. I want. I would like to invite you next time I'm in the Twin Cities. Yeah. I'm going to invite you onto this. Uh, oh, I'd this, be uh, aircraft. I'd be thrilled. Unbelievable, and I. That's kind of why I call you every once in a while, right. or, or why you you call me, and, and I agree to do this because I know you're. I know I've heard from other sources that you're not my biggest fan. But you respect the, the right. office of the president, right. and you have a little fun with me, and, yeah. and I think I'm having fun with you right now. Yeah, I think you are I too. Really do. And I uh, and I I would uh, I, I would be thrilled uh, to take you up on that uh, uh, offer, sir. Uh, Excuse me. I I you that was on your end, sir. You must have your window open. I do. Mike, can you please close the window. Yeah. Thank you. Because uh, we, yeah, we were hearing some people from the outside. But uh, this uh, movie, sir, was not the first. You had Independence Day, in which I understand you uh, you uh, took a great liking to. And again, in that uh, film, the uh, president uh, ends up uh, flying uh, rather uh, uh, heroically in a uh, in a combat mission of sorts. Uh, yes, but uh, you know, I'm not a big I, like I'm, I'm not a combat guy. I don't. No. I've never pretended to be uh, right. any 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 guy that uh, that is you know has ever been in any combat. In fact, uh, I run from combat, Joe. Yeah, I, my, my, I would be like the remember Platoon. Do you remember the movie? I Platoon? do, I do. I would be the guy that uh, pulled the dead guy on top of him and yeah. faked dead. <laughs> Mike, can you open this window, please? I got. There's some people outside that just wanted to say hi. I need to say hi to you. Yeah. Hello, people. Hello. <laughs> they love me out here, Joe. Yeah, they do. Is this moron number one? Put moron number two on the floor. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm here, still here, Mr. President. I moron. I, and then there was the film, uh, then there was the film American President, in which uh, uh, you, the president, uh, not you, of course, but the president is portrayed as a as a bachelor who f- well, falls in love with a... Pardon me? Mike, why the hell is there a dog in here? Sir, you seem very distracted. I'm the president of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. Sir, uh, just one more thing. There's a uh, movie, the movie American President. Now, Michael Douglas played the president in that, in that role, and in that. Lucky man with Annette Bening. Well, I was going to say now in that one, I don't. Could you identify with that? Of course, I doubt it because that president was a bachelor who has a love affair with Annette Bening. So there was nothing there for you to personally identify with, was there? Well. Let me tell you this, Joe. I, I remember that movie, and I really did enjoy watching that movie. Yeah. And uh, the freedom he had. Huh? He had so much freedom. <laughs> he had a lot of freedom. And any time uh, you can have, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, Annette, Annette Benning was a, uh, a press? Was she, was she in the press? I forget. I think she was a writer, yeah. 
And let me tell you this. I just uh, remember her wearing one of your shirts. Not you, of course, but the president's shirts. Like an oversized. Oversized yeah, white I, dress I shirt. that many times <laughs> in my mind, not on the TV. <laughs> and that uh, <laughs> was crazy. But uh, let me tell you this, Joe. We're out here in the nation's capital. Yes, and, you uh, are. That's where we uh, reached you today. All the, uh, all the women of the press mm-hmm. uh, out here, they look like uh, one of those... Uh, Heaven's Gate people. None of those people look like an that. <laughs> no, they that, don't, do they? I would have... Uh, you would have noticed. Yeah, I would have probably noticed. Yeah. But like I said, Michael Douglas, uh, he would have... I would love to be a bachelor. Yeah. Now, now, I don't mean to take anything away from my family. I no, love no. my family. No, you do. But it would be fun to be the president of the United States yeah. and to play the field, if you know what I mean. I think I do, because... But I, but I don't, because I, I'm married. I, right. I'm happily married right. in, in Chelsea. As, as, was, as was the president, as portrayed by Harrison Ford. Yes, that is correct. He, uh, he stayed behind because he didn't want to leave his family on, on Air Force One. Now, this is where I have the dilemma. Yeah. Because I have... Uh, Hillary and right. Chelsea and right. myself, right. and uh, I couldn't save all three of us. No, after all, you are the president. And uh, so that there's a little the offices. I mean, this is a high office. This yes, is the it highest is. in the United States. Well, it is. Maybe and, in the uh, world. And it's tough. And I think your pre- the needs of the president mm-hmm. need to be taken care of yeah. before the needs of the first family. Right. So possibly choosing between Hillary. And, uh, and the pod between uh, and uh, and Chelsea and right. the, you know bringing one of them into the pod, right. I would just say, why don't you both stay up here and kind of fight it out, and uh, and why don't you send down one of those stewardesses who could uh, show me how to work this thing? <laughs> that's uh, that's probably uh, that's if you want my honest answer. Uh, that's answer, very uh, uh, you're being you're being. Well, you're being very, very candid with us because well, there's no pressure. There's no, uh, no. there's no Helen Thomas and, and Ann Compton and yeah. all these people that yeah. uh, just hound me. Yeah, it's uh, so. It's sometimes it's it's difficult to be the president. Yeah. Now, when they make a film like that and you like it, do they just give you your own copy of it? Uh, well, actually, uh, to tell you the truth, we have to pay for everything. Yeah. We don't get you know the free uh, right. because otherwise that would be a gift, and then we get into trouble to. Uh, DNC and all these other people. So sure. we actually have to pay. We get it at cost, but we do have to pay for it. So right. we uh, put out nine ninety nine or something like that. Right. Target, I forget. Well, I uh, I uh, I uh, certainly appreciate your taking this time. I realize it's the cocktail, the happy hour there. Yes, it is. Uh, and there, I just I wanted right I wanted to show you again that uh, that these people out here absolutely. Let me just open this door here. Yeah. Show you these people. They do love you. Yeah. There's a big crowd. we got a little parade going. It's right. D.C. Right, it's D.C. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, just, you won't even realize how much these people love me. Right. They love Air Force One. They love Harrison Ford. And I just want all you people to stick with me. Right. we got one more. Then we'll turn it over to Al Gore. Right. So, uh, General, listen. Thank I you, gotta, sir. i got to close this door and, yeah. and just get the heck out of here. Thank, thank you very much, sir. As bicycling has taken the country by storm, I hope you can get up to EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. EcoFun is the home of the Bintelli e-bike, the great electric assist bike with five different levels of assist, so it really looks like you're a racer flying along there, but you're getting a little help from the electric assist. It's fantastic. They also have a great line of scooters that get about 75 miles to the gallon and turn every errand into an adventure. Great stuff for kids, great recreational stuff for kids. Helm Uh, apparel, uh, and a really interesting service operation. If you need some work, Tim sends a truck through town once a day, picks up what you need servicing, takes it back to his shop in Forest Lake, services it, and returns it to you for a nominal fee. It's a really, really great service department. This is EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 because, of course, garage logicians own Highway 61, and we're proud to have EcoFun as part of our string of champions up and down that great thoroughfare. EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. Great building sites in Sioux Falls are attracting national attention because Sioux Falls is open for business. I'm Dean Diesick from the Sioux Falls Development Foundation. Pay a visit to SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. You'll find that Sioux Falls has just what business owners want and need. In Sioux Falls, you'll find talented people ready to go to work for you. Plus, short commutes, safe streets, available land and buildings, fewer taxes, and higher profits. In Sioux Falls, you pay no corporate or personal state income tax. 
see a significantly lower cost of doing business, and your business won't be tied up, locked down, or hung up in red tape. No matter what size your project is, Sioux Falls has available sites with logistical connections to air, rail, and two interstate highways. Expand or relocate your company to Sioux Falls and discover relief from excessive restrictions and costs. It all starts with a visit to SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. We hope you are enjoying another best of the Garage Logic Podcast edition. Reavers here in the uh, GL Podcast Studios. Thank you again for your continued support of the show over the years. It really, truly means a ton to us. So we're compi- compiling some of the best segments of previous episodes of both Garage Logic and mixing in some segments with Royce and Sports Talk and whatnot. And Here's another one of my personal favorites. It's uh, the boys. We were having some fun on a Friday afternoon, and uh, Royce, he really is not a great joke teller. He's a great storyteller, but telling jokes is really not his strong suit. So here's Rookie having a little fun with him and his inability to to tell a joke. Enjoy this on the best of the Garage Logic podcast. I saw they. I saw them tweet out a picture of the show today, though. Yep. Doogie was with them. Oh boy. And when the photo was sent out, Doogie wasn't talking. That was one of the big upsets. <laughs> that's not, that's not possible. That was, uh, <laughs> that's not possible. Upset, right? Some that kind of scoop. Quite the uh, I, uh, shocking upset. I hate to uh, pull you away from this fascinating topic, but I just tried the paint joke on my son, mm-hmm. sixteen. Mm-hmm. Right away, answered right away. <laughs> Did blue, he really? blue paint. <laughs> really. Blue paint. He knew it. <laughs> Because all paint also, smells the same. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was confused. Yeah, that's probably because he's been told it in a high, right. uh, you know, yeah. in school. It's uh, the people he runs away with, mm-hmm. you know, this 16-year-old. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'm calling. I'm calling it. I'm calling on the way home tonight and try to. But I don't think I think you need to. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think you didn't have to write it down on a piece of paper. Yes, I think I you should be able to remember that. <laughs> did you write the joke down or did just you blue call? paint? I just wrote blue paint. Uh, and that'll help you. That'll enough. help me. Yeah. What I'd like to joke. see is you looking for that stupid piece of paper in one of your twenty pockets. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Uh, get, Hold get on. The, get the redhead over. What's your <laughs> name again? <laughs> you want a mine or what? Are you just here for the pool? What's going as on? I'm uh, driving. Uh, as I'm driving along, people will think I'm playing Pokemon. Right, kid, I got this question for you. Yes. What? <laughs> what? Uh, it's upside down. Well, how do? Yeah, my, let me put my glasses on. Hey, hey, don't run away. Hang on. How does blue paint smell like red paint? Because it's blue. <laughs> See you later. Kid. Get out of here. Go. Get out of here, kids. Oh, love me. Why does it smell the same? Is that the joke? I don't get it. Maybe I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> You know how many jokes I tell a year? Like three. (laughs) Are you a good joke teller? No. He is not really. Why? Why? Because you want to get to the point? Because he's a bad waiter. (laughs) 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 You know, Joe can tell a joke and say, and the guy's on the course and he's sitting there and he's telling, you know, and and kind of paint a little picture. Royce, halfway through, he just gives up and throws in the (laughs) punchline. Oh. <laughs> Kenny, you going to the soccer game tonight? Yeah, I'm going to be there. I've got front like, row tickets. Kenny, I like ones about Jewish guys, and you can't tell those in polite company anymore. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, are you comfortable? Muhammad. I make a nice, nice living. Yeah. <laughs> like Muhammad asking Sid, what's the difference between a Jew and a canoe? I can't tell that joke. So, no, uh, you can't. can't tell it. So, what good does it do? Can't tell Probably it in public. Best. Two, two guys go down in the garment district in New York. Yes. No, a guy went down. He got hit by a car. Another came up to him and said, here, I'll put my I'll put my coat under your head while we wait for the ambulance. Are you comfortable? He says, I'm making a nice living. <laughs> You know what, Royce, you were right. This is the worst show on radio. (laughs) Hey, 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 Billy, come over here. I wrote this one on, too. There's a guy that makes clothes out in New York. He he tripped on the the guy tripped him, so he's laying down, and he's comfortable. And the guy says, I'm just trying to make a living. No, I don't. Maybe I wrote this one down wrong, too. Uh, Alex writes uh, via email. He says, I don't know whatever the opposite of a Marconi is, but you guys earned it today. <laughs> we earned it every day. Mighty. Search for the game logs was a really good radio. Yeah. You know what? You, but if it would have been, it's it's really unfortunate. I wasn't trying to be funny. I wasn't trying to do anything. I couldn't find the damn thing. 
But that's yeah, every right day. By the game log, it's right below that. <laughs> and I'll peel back the curtain. I had it sitting in front of you, but yeah, watching my guy twist in the wind was just great. Me but we, here's what we don't know: is it a function of your incompetence or the slow computer? Both. No, the computer was there. <laughs> I just didn't so know your incompetence. incompetence. I, I don't yeah. think it's incompetence. I think he just isn't interested. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he's interested in helping. <laughs> I, was, I thought my June 6th, even though it wasn't the truth. It was close enough. You know, Pat ran with it. He's like, hey, he's been up here uh, nine well, weeks. Well, because it was June 1st that he came back. So you were close. Uh, yeah, pretty we're darn close, close enough. Well, here's a stat of the day. Yeah. Here we go. Kepler's got 11 more RBIs than Joe Mo. Oh, uh, yeah. Poor Joe. I think we should just leave him alone. But he's trotting in ahead of Kepler yeah, a lot. Yes, Did I hear that Kraut is leading the league? In rookies. Rookies. Oh, rookies. Rookies. Rookie home runs. Major oh, okay. League Baseball. Yeah. What about home runs? Where's he sitting there? Rookies, he's first. Oh, yeah. nice. Might be our sixth rookie of the year for so the Minnesota Twins. You diehards are going to peddle this guy, aren't you? You want to send him down the road. No, mm-hmm. no, I want to keep this kid. Are you well, kidding who me? Who would peddle this kid? We want yeah. more Germans. Yeah, more you need, Germans. More Germans. You need more guys they that got are... discipline, those Germans. <laughs> Joe, Joe, don't ask me that question like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> Say, why don't we uh, take a time out here and be yeah, back I shortly? Think that's a damn fine idea. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a long one. <laughs> but now... We finally hit the weekend. It's time to celebrate, and what a better spot than 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. they got both patios open. It's going to be a nice, hot summer weekend. Go check out their craft cocktails. I alluded to it yesterday on the show, but it's worth repeating. The Cucumber Mojito at 30 Bales. Oh, my goodness. Also, by the way, they have a fantastic scratch Midwest kitchen, so check out their menu. You can do the whole menu online, 30bales.com. How about this? Take a classic like hand-cut fries, pair them with something unexpected like a pork sandwich on a deep-fried mac and cheese bun. Yes, that's a real thing, and they're getting me to show up this weekend at 30 Bales in downtown Hopkins. You can head out for lunch or dinner. They're open from 11 to 9.30 today, and they open at noon on Saturday and noon on Sunday. Check them out. They are fantastic people located right in downtown Hopkins. Their happy hour runs 3 to 6.30, Tuesday through Friday. Stop in. They have a number of $5 menu items, and, boy, their craft cocktails are absolutely outstanding. When you get in there, make sure you let Todd and Tom, the longtime owners of that establishment, know that you heard about it on the GL Podcast. They are huge fans of Garage Logic, 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group. What does dedication, perseverance, resilience, and accomplishment best describe today? We think that would be the graduating classes of 2020. What we are most proud of for these graduates is their ability to overcome challenges and their pursuit of future opportunities. True to their perseverance and resiliency, these students found new ways to celebrate this milestone this spring. It puts a smile on all of our faces as we drive through those communities and still see hundreds of yard signs supporting these young people. These graduating students deserve the spotlight, for they are Minnesota's future. Please join the Canopy Group in honoring your friends, relatives, and neighbors who represent the graduating classes of 2020. of Garage Logic Podcast. Reavers here in studio, but you know what? It wouldn't be a Friday without a visit from our buddy Roycey. What's going on today, sir? Oh, we're all uh, kind of walking around uh, realizing that the uh, world is uh, returning to normal uh, after yesterday's performances by Minnesota Sports News. I think that uh, this could be an indication that the pandemic is coming to an end and we're getting back to normal here, don't you think? I believe your tweet was perfectly perfectly captured Minnesota sports when you basically just said, we're back, baby, we're back. We're back, we're back, baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, now the links uh, might uh, be, uh, you know, a, a little offshoot here. I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if we can stop them from winning the world championship again, but uh, that's okay. We can we can accept that. We just don't. Just uh, you know, the one thing I've said it before. I'll say it again. The worst thing that could happen to us is uh, 
is to win the win the Super Bowl. Oh, you know? look, absolutely! Look, look what happened! Look what happened to the Cubs. They lost their mystique. The Red Sox, they, you know, they've won four now, and they don't care. They're all mad because they stink this year, right? Yes, so. and I just saw it. This just came across that the Cubs Cardinals uh, series has been postponed. It was it so just the Cardinals are still sick? I guess. I guess that must be the reason why. I don't know if it was just tonight's game or if they're already planning to postpone the entire series. The Cardinals are going to end up playing fewer games than the. Uh, than yeah, the, than, uh, yeah. I haven't seen what uh, what's going on there, but uh, maybe some of the Cubs expressed reluctance. Why? Why did they want to play that series in St. Louis? I wonder. I have no idea. I guess I can't answer that. Yeah. Well. Anyway, it's uh, it's uh, it's weird. But today, uh, actually, all thirty teams were scheduled to play before this postponement today for the first time in a while. Right? Yeah, I believe so because and they, I, I believe our Marlins uh, played a home game yesterday. Didn't they? Yes, yes, they no, did. No, was, was that a home game? I'm not sure. I thought it was. Know. I checked the box score this morning. I thought, I were, thought it was. Well, that's the trouble, though. They, you know, some of these teams are playing on the road. And, that's true. Uh, the home team it's very confusing so i gotta ask you a question talk to me you know you're you're one of the uh, lead consultants uh with the fairball lakers <laughs> yes yes and, i am <laughs> and you're you're taking a one-run lead into the uh, you're one of the strategic one of the strategic people and you're taking a one-run lead into the uh bottom of the night yep and a guy gets on first yep you guard the lines well, yeah, of course you do. You have the third baseman guard the line. Yes, yes. We don't do we don't do that anymore. Really? That's uh, what happened yesterday. We don't. And the uh, Rocco was, uh, you know, Rogers the, the doink uh, that Mor Mor uh, uh the left-handed hitter, plunks a single into left field, and then they uh, they play uh, they play their shift. Not a not a dramatic shift, but the third baseman is more over toward shortstop and he's not on the line and uh and it is a uh it's a right-handed hitter and uh it's fall right down the line for a double it would have been a it, it was kind of you know, like a good hard two three hopper that might have been a double play but there's nobody standing there and rocco explained that uh in the analytic age they do not guard the lines they Man. Do not, uh, they, they do not believe that that uh that, that in the long run that strategy is going to help them I think somewhere out in Maplewood, the uh, the former skipper might have been uh, uh, cursing <laughs> under his breath as he watched the finish of that game. I bet he uh, was. Nobody was guarding the line, and uh, you know, I guess they were wrong in 1878 when they started guarding the line and did it for uh, what uh, oh, 120 years or so, right? You know, and you know what else is amazing to me, Pat, and what I find truly entertaining, and you and I touched on this years ago when we were still doing the radio show together about how the the, the football fandom and the football analysis had, had swept into baseball where we're hyper-analyzing every single game, you know, the win and the loss. Mm-hmm. We're now mm-hmm. doing it more than ever in a 60-game season, which I find hysterical. Oh, yes. yes, we are. And, uh, and uh, I'm sure that uh, I did get some, uh, some complaints yesterday about uh, Taylor Rogers being overrated and things like that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, <laughs> another thing we would question, though, and I talked to Judd and Mackie brought this up earlier today. So Duffy, I think, threw 12, 13 pitches. Yesterday, okay. I mean uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, right? yep. And he did no, no sweat, you know, right? I mean, no huff. Breeze no through the inning, three, yes. Three up, three down. Through, I got to a full count on one guy. I think. Uh, I'd rather have him pitch the eighth in a one-run game, in a two-run game, than uh, Sergio. Sorry, I like Sergio, but I, you know, I, I, I know what my pecking order is for relievers. Yeah, Rogers, and then it's Duffy. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, Rocco might be the manager of the year, but he wasn't yesterday, that's for sure. But he hasn't the line, up, his pitchers wrong. up until yesterday, hadn't Romo been pretty dang good, though? Oh, he'd been good. He'd been good. But uh, uh, this is the difference between, you know, you, they, they failed to score runs for a long time that day. They, they did not function uh, as hitters. And uh, you just kind of had the impression that uh, – 
don't let Pittsburgh get within one here. Right. Uh, and the best way to not let Pittsburgh get within one is to bring in Duffy, <laughs> who has uh, been on, you know, we're uh, 10 games into the, how many games is this? 12 Thir- games into 13. the season. 13. 13 now, but we had been 12. Oh, yeah, we had been 12 up until he, yesterday's he, game. Yeah. He'd only pitched five innings. Uh, I talked about it yesterday. Five innings, 10 strikeouts, uh, one hit, no walks. Uh, and, uh, he, you know, he hadn't been, a, he hadn't been uh, overstressed. So uh, I'm not uh, I'm not sure what the, what the logic there was. Uh, I mean, Romo's fine. He's got a chance to fool him. I'd rather have the guy that doesn't have to fool him. Right. Right? Yeah, I agree. Duffy doesn't have to fool him. He just strikes him out. And so, anyway... But what the hell? So we're in Kansas City for three over the weekend, right? Yes, Kansas City, by the way, put 13 on the Cubbies yesterday. I didn't see that. Murdered them last night. Yeah, who started? Uh, Who did I see started? Wasn't Lester. You know, Lester has won about two of those games a year when he gives up eight or nine. Well, I told you I was in attendance for one of those Lester. Uh, Do you remember that story? So, yeah, give me a second. It, I think it was at Chatwood that uh, okay. it's been a disappointment to him. But anyway, yeah. yes, go ahead. So I uh, take the boy. This was the year after they had won the World Series. So this is the summer of 2017. Mm-hmm. And uh, we made the trip to Chicago when it was still safe, uh, visiting the bri- one of the bride's really good friends. And so I said, well, we're in Chicago. I'm taking my kid to Wrigley Field for a yeah. Sunday yeah. afternoon game. It was the the Sunday before the All-Star break, Okay. And uh, I remember because we, we had had the coom dog on maybe a mm-hmm. week or two before that, and he had said, "Hey, it's they're doing a kids giveaway. Bring your kid to that game." You know, I said, "Okay, great." So we got there about an hour mm-hmm. early. Got the got the cubby bear or whatever he got his nightlight. We sit down. It's about 150 degrees in the in the stands up above. Lester took an hour to get through the top of the first inning. <laughs> It is amazing every once in a while. It just has those ungodly. And you know what? You kind of root for him to have him, too, because he just seems like such an arrogant uh, arrogant guy. But, uh, you know, he's uh, he was a good acquisition for him. There's no doubt about it. Yep. He's, a, he's a horse. He gets you close to 200 innings. So, so I take it you are busy monitoring golf uh, over the weekend, sir? Uh, probably not till Sunday. Oh, really? Uh, no, I just. I, I got too many other things to do. I, I'm actually in the uh, Star Trombone office now. Uh, not many of us have this much space in our office. <laughs> this isn't a cubicle, man. This is a building. But uh, you got your own floor. Dragging something out, <laughs> and I'm 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 wrestling with the idea as a, if I want to drive to Alexandria tomorrow to see the Trump car we'll go around and have all those rednecks with Kenny screaming and hollering. Like oh, I think you have to. Yeah, it's two hours up and two hours back, you know, and it's just, uh, you know, there's not going to be a lot of mask wearing. And I am a 74-year-old in the, uh, in the what, what, what do you call that, the high-risk uh, area? Yeah. Not the skinniest guy, but I do drink... Many diet cokes, which is no one to kill the virus. So, uh, so maybe I will. I don't know. It depends upon. Uh, well, you know what you could do. Um, just yeah, I might run up there. You could work on the game of flaws. Invite the bride. Two hours up. Two no, hours no, back. Oh, we're going to Milwaukee Tuesday. Oh, we're going to Milwaukee Tuesday and Wednesday. We got plenty of time to work on the game of flaws. Okay, plenty of time. Yeah. Uh, uh, plenty. That's that's not. We're not going to be short of uh, time on that. All right. Well, things have been things have been peachy beyond belief lately. I can't quite figure out what's going on because I haven't really changed my behavior. What am I doing wrong here? <laughs> what, am, <laughs> what am I doing right? Or yeah, what do you? What am I doing right here? <laughs> what am I doing right that used to be wrong? I don't know what the hell. All right, sir. I'll let you get back at it. We'll talk to you on Monday. All right. Go Lakers. Thank you, sir. Who you got? Uh we you are got? at. Uh, Union Hill, Sunday afternoon at 4 o'clock, one of my favorite town ball parks in the entire state. It's a a, uh, big, booming metropolis. they got a church and a ballpark. Yep. That's about it. Folks, all you need to know about Union Hill and why they're the epitome of town ball, their left field wall is a guy's barn. That's all you need to know (laughs) about. Do they have a a, uh, bar in that town? Oh yeah, it's uh, what is it called? Is it called? Uh, they do have a bar. Yeah, it's Buster's. We, we I think it's called. 
We used to go out there always and shoot pheasants back there. <laughs> you know, sometimes right in the town square if there was one sitting there. <laughs> so anyway, all right. We'll talk to you. Goodbye. Goodbye. There he goes. Patrick Royce, Friday afternoon here in Garage Logic. A best of Garage Logic. We'll be right back. GLers keep calling and asking uh, the Grunhoffers people if Reavers has taken all the meatloaf. If Reavers isn't, someone is. The crew at Grunhoffers, prior to the 4th of July, and I'm sure there'll be some left after the 4th of July, made 500 pounds of meatloaf. That's amazing. Spencer sent uh, Chris Reavers a picture of the meatloaf coming out of the smoker. And it was all in stock for the 4th. But the 4th doesn't end your grilling season. Consider the bone-in tomahawk ribeye steaks. These steaks are about 3 pounds each and two and a half inches thick, not to mention the brats, the burgers, the salmon, the jerky, the chicken, the steak. You know the grill you know the drill glers it's uh it's the glers palace of meat grunhoffers old-fashioned meats on highway 61 right at the north end of hugo and i'm just reading an email from uh the chief who said he loves the pit smoke cue and bacon cheese curd brats along with some medium rare new york strips is uh, i tell you what you're going to be grilling outside again all summer long Get to Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. In Sioux Falls, South Dakota, you'll pay no corporate or personal state income tax. Get one of the lowest workers' comp rates in the country. See a lower cost of doing business. And your business won't be tied up, locked down, or hung up in red tape. Visit SiouxFallsDevelopment.com to learn more. It is, even on the best of, I would not forget the scramble for all of you hardworking GLers out there. And the scramble each and every week is brought to us by our friends at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. If you're unfamiliar, when you need to get yourself acquainted with the guys, the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities, no joke. If you're a craft beer lover, hit up elevatedbws.com. And if you're inside of the 694-494 loop, uh, you can have it delivered right to your door, either workplace or at home, for a flat fee of just $5.99. I have utilized this many, many times. Ooh, I just got an email. I've utilized this many, many times. And by the way, it's really handy that Ryan and Tom, they are great guys. They are they have been loyal supporters of Garage Logic and the Beer Show for many, many years. They are located at Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street. Please let them know that you heard about this on the GL podcast. Podcast, and they were one of the retailers that took on our new friends at Harmony Spirits. Check out their Twitter account, by the way. Oh, last night uh, I had the bourbon whiskey, little ginger ale, splash of lemon. Oh my goodness, it was a perfect summer night. Here's what they're doing at Harmony right now, by the way. Go to their Twitter account at Harmony Spirits on Twitter, and you can sign up to enter a chance to win one of Harmony Spirits bottles of your choice. They are going to select winners every single month in August, September, October, November, and December. You just need to sign up for a chance to win every single month. They are handcrafted spirits located right here in Harmony, Minnesota. Great guys. I had the chance to talk to them on the phone just the other day. They are thrilled. Check this out. They were telling me that a loyal GLer made a day trip from St. Cloud all the way down to Harmony, just to sample their product. Bought a couple for the for uh, to, to get on the way home from St. Cloud to Harmony and back. That is awesome, and that is exactly why we love all of you, all of you GLers, because of your support for not only this podcast but for all of our sponsors. So, if you're in your neighborhood liquor store, just ask for Harmony Spirits to be put on the shelf. And if you happen to be in the Hopkins area, hit up a Spirits, and you can order Harmony Spirits through their website and have it delivered basically anywhere in the U- U.S. at Harmony Spirits on Twitter, HarmonySpirits.net to learn more. One day we got a call, well, actually many days we get calls from people who start things for us. Usually they return to the telephone. Listen to this guy. This guy's been waiting some time for a mayoral decision. Joel. Mr. Mayor, how are you? Good. I've worked hard all week. I want to uh, 
enjoy something here, I've got to decide which to, to go with. All right. I've got an Arturo Fuente Hemingway Ooh. and a Harley. Which should I fire up first? The Harley. Hang on a sec. Oh, oh listen to this now. Huh? Friday afternoon. The guy left. He listen. He left. He's gone. <laughs> Is that great? We've never had that. That's wonderful. The guy left. Oh, we should have put him on hold. I'm going to try to save it. Well, I hung up. No, no. Huh? He started it and took I think off. I saved it. How? What do you mean? I think I, I retrieved it, and what we'll do is we'll put them on hold, and we'll come back. How could you retrieve it? Because they don't get disconnected immediately. <laughs> That's funny. Just a minute. i got to make <laughs> a note of that. <laughs> I thought he was just... Usually guys start it and then stand there and rev it up. Right, he right. got on it and left. <laughs> I wonder how long he was sitting on the bike, though. For 20 minutes, he was on hold. I'll, list, I'll just listen to... Are you to serious that you back. were able to hold his call? Yeah. Is it one of these? No, this, this is no, this is legitimate. Well, I, I, I don't hung up on him. You didn't. You hear it coming back? Yeah. Huh? Put it on quick. Put it on quick. Put line one on. I don't hear anything. Hello. Hello. You'll hear something in a second. Hello. Are you back? Hey, are you back? Maybe no. it's the wife. Maybe it's the wife. Are you the chick? It's the wife who was extremely upset <laughs> that Hubby took off. <laughs> Without her. <laughs> that's going to do it for As this we all know. edition. No, that's enough, Joe. That's enough out of you. That's going to do it for this Friday afternoon edition of the Best of Garage Logic. Thank you so much for your continued loyal support of the Garage Logic podcast. And please don't forget about Pod MN. It's the only podcast app. Made for Minnesota. You can find past episodes of Garage Logic and others about local sports, news, comedy, true crime, and so much more. And there's a chance to win rewards each and every time you listen. Download the app today in the Apple or Google Play stores. Pod MN. Listen local. Have a great weekend, GLers. We'll catch you on Monday with the entire crew back and better than ever.